Hello, hello, lovely people. Welcome in to That Sounds Gay. My name is Jer, and I will be your podcast host for the next up to half an hour. Uh, Welcome in. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having a good one. Today is my actual birthday, my my two-day birthday. I was born at three-something in the morning, I believe, and I was over a week late. I was supposed to be born in August, and me being (laughs) so not ready to come out ever was very late, as always. I'm late to literally everything. I always joke around that me just being an indecisive person and being Latinx were were in such handholds with each other. They were like, we're going to be late to everything. (laughs) I have this like very classic story that I've I've told everyone since it happened but my Latinx family is late to freaking literally everything literally everything in the universe and a couple years ago we went to go visit them and I sort of reconnected with them for the first time in many years and we went to go visit them and I we were late (laughs) we were so late and I remember we were on our way there and my husband was panicking in the car and he's like "We're, we're late to your birthday and they're gonna hate us they haven't even met me and they're gonna they're gonna they're going to hate us. And I told him, don't worry. it We're late. So that means we're going to be perfectly on time. And we walk in and we were maybe 45 minutes late to the whole thing. And everybody did their hugs and we did everything. And I walked up to my aunt and I said, I'm so sorry that we're late. She goes, oh, you're fine. Your aunt just got here five minutes ago. <laughs> I turned to Jake and I said, see, I told you we were fine. <laughs> We're late to everything. This whole family. We're if you say that the party's starting at three, everyone's gonna get there around like three fifty ish. It's just known in our family. We just it, we're we're on our own time, <laughs> and I think that's great. So yeah, I was supposed to be born in August. I was hella late. I wasn't ready to come out as per usual, and here we are. It feels really weird being in my thirties. I'm still kind of flabbergasted and still processing the fact that I'm even in my 30s. I was resolving this a couple years ago during actually that party was when I turned 30. And I don't know, that idea of being old is weird to me because I don't feel elderly. (laughs) I don't feel old. And 30 is not old, but I specifically remember the moment that my dad turned 30. I remember it so vividly. I remember sitting and looking at this man, and I was 10 at the time. My, my parents and I have a 20-year age gap. I remember looking at him, and I remember seeing the wrinkles on his forehead and seeing his crow's feet and thinking, this man is old. And I remember telling him, I'm never going to be old like you. I'm never going to be old. And I just remember thinking, like, 30 is as old as you possibly can get. You can't get older than 30. And of course, I knew people that were over 30, but our our family was very tight-knit, and we didn't really explore too far outside of that family group. And so most of my parents' friends were in their 30s. A couple of them were in their, their 40s, but for the most part, everybody was was pretty young for for that time, for having kids as old as we all were. And... I just remember this moment so vividly, and I remember thinking, I'm not going to be that. I'm not ever going to get there. I'm too young. I'm too pretty. I'm too youthful to ever get to that point. And now being in this position 
you know, being in my 30s and not feeling it because I worked at Disneyland for so long and I spent so much time there sort of, I don't know, ignoring the years passing by. It's weird when you when you work somewhere where your whole job is to make people happy and to bring joy and life to people's day. Providing entertainment that sort of keeps you in a very youthful mindset on top of the fact that, I don't know, I think the millennial generation sort of had to grow up really fast because of all the things that we dealt with. And so a lot of us have sort of gone extra steps to reclaim our youth as we've gotten older. And that's why you see so many of these like retro toys coming out because we're not ready to let go of that because we didn't really get to experience it in the first place because... So I saw a video today, actually, that was like, millennials are so unfazed. We saw 3,000 people die in the fifth grade. We saw it broadcast on television. We didn't really get to be kids, really. Like, we were one of the first generations that didn't get an opportunity to be kids. And I think that's something that a lot of us have tried to reclaim is our, our youthfulness. On top of the fact that, like, I don't think... I look that old, and if anybody has seen my face, and if you think I look old, keep your musty opinion to yourself. But I don't think I look, I don't think I look that old. I think I look fairly young, and most people actually think I'm in my 20s still, which is a blessing. And I wipe one singular drop of sweat off my face. <laughs> and I am very thankful for that, that I got very good genes. But it's it's still something I'm processing through. And you know thinking about this and facing this sort of second quarter life crisis because I had my first one I had my first quarter life crisis around like 24 25 ish um it was somewhere right around there and I just remember panicking because I I thought I'm not where I'm supposed to be my parents had everything figured out by now they had everything figured out by now by my age right now how many houses have we moved into we were on like our third house I think I was, how old would I have been? 12. So I would have been going into junior high. I can't even imagine having, uh, no, wait. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine having a 12 or a 13-year-old right now. That idea scares the, the, the ever-living bejeebus out of me. I can't even comprehend that. And I think something about that has sort of put me in a second quarter-life crisis. And I, I think, you know, we talked about uh, friends on a previous uh, episode of this of this podcast, not the TV show, about friendships and relationships. And I think as I get older <clears throat> and more friendships sort of become leaves and change with the seasons and blow away, it becomes a sort of difficult situation to process because I think I should have so many more things put together by now, but I don't feel like I do, and that's an odd sensation. I'm very blessed where I'm at. I'm very grateful for where I'm at. But it's just odd to sort of compare myself and contrast to where my parents were at. And to see that's not necessarily the the narrative for me. That narrative is incongruent. And so I'm sort of figuring out what I want to do with all of that and how I want to navigate things going forward. But um, this episode, I actually wanted to deviate away from some more of the positive affirmations that we have been doing on this podcast. And I actually wanted to share 
a personal a personal story for me and to sort of I don't know I guess the the word would be or the words would sort of be even in situations that feel bad even in situations that seem like there is just there's just no I don't know good to be pulled out of it the power of of manifesting positivity the power of putting something into the world can oftentimes bring out great things because what you put into the universe is what you get out of it and so I guess we are sort of doing our our regular regularly scheduled program here while also talking about something more personal so I wanted to share the story of my 18th birthday because to this day that's still one of my absolute favorite birthdays of my entire life and what we talked about last week about my therapist sharing personal stories from her life sort of showing me ways that I can see the world from someone else really helped me. And so that's kind of what I wanted to accomplish today, or at least I hope that's what I'll accomplish. So we're going to go back in time. We're going to take a little time machine back to, oh God, I don't even remember what year that was. We're just going to, we're going to say, oh, it would have been, um, would have been like 2007, I think, because that's when I graduated. I believe it was like 2007. So I'm going to take you back then. We're in our time machine and we're going back to a real wild time in fashion. We're going back to a time of multiple layers of shirts. We're going back to, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 had just come out. So I was not a super popular kid in high school because I transferred schools in between 10th and 11th grade. I went from a Christian school to a private public school, or to a public school, I'm sorry. Um, and my friend group massively shrunk down because as soon as I went to the public school, a lot of my Christian friends were like, they went to the public school, so now they're not a Christian anymore. Like, it was a very, very close-minded small town in that regard. And a lot of my public school friends were sort of like the outcast kind of people, and so I didn't have a lot of friends. But I started gaining more in my last year, and just random groups of people that I was still friends with from the Christian school that I kept in contact with. And I was like, my 18th birthday, this is huge. It's a big deal. And I spent a lot of my high school years dreaming and fantasizing about the day that I would get out of my parents' house. And so my 18th birthday was this big marker. Like, I'm almost there. I've made it to this point. I'm still alive. And I just have a little bit more to go. The race is almost over to get out of here. And I planned this whole thing out. You know, I had like 50-something people that were going to come. And like, I never had big birthdays before. We usually had like maybe up to 20, 20 maybe. Mostly it was family that would come and my parents' friends that would come to parties and stuff. We didn't really have like a lot of my friends because I didn't have a lot of them. And we had this huge event that we had planned and we were going to do Panda Express catering because I lived in a very small town where, you know, we didn't really have a lot of options. So my, my dad was going to drive down to the nearest city where a Palm, or I was where a, a Panda Express was. And it was in, I think, Palm Desert is where he was going because I grew up in the high desert. 
and um, he drove like an hour to go get it. And so like, that was the plan. We were gonna do Pan Express catering. It was gonna be lit. My parents had this brand new beautiful TV. They warmed up the pool in preparation for it the day before. My dad cleaned it. We got a bunch of movies. Like we had, it was it was set to be lit. This party was gonna be the party because it was 18 and I'm an adult now and all these really exciting things. And the day of my birthday, we had a freak desert rainstorm out of nowhere. And it started drizzling in the daytime. My dad still went down and got Panda Express anyway, because it was going to be a long drive to get down there. And people were supposed to start coming around noonish. And it started storming. It got so bad, the power went out for a little bit. The streets were flooded. And we were in like a pretty nicely paved area in the town, but there were some areas where it was just dirt roads. Because again, it was a small town. And I remember one of my friends called me and said, I can't come. My my driveway is washed out. I literally don't have a driveway. I can't get out. So I'm sorry. And as that hour went on, phone call after phone call after phone call, text message, uh, AOL message started coming in of people saying, I can't make it. I literally am flooded right now. <clears throat> a couple of my friends' houses had gotten flooded. And... A couple people, like, couldn't even get through the road because the way that the roads, like, dip, it had filled up with water. And I had one friend who who tried to drive early and got stuck. Like, her car literally got stuck and she had to wait for someone to come behind her and push her out of it so that she could keep driving. And all these things are happening to all my friends. You know, like, my, my a couple of my friends, like, had their house, like, had their houses flooded. One of them got stuck and my dad wasn't even sure if he was going to be able to come back. And I'm thinking, this is the worst birthday ever. This is, this is horrible. This was, this was my signal that things were going to get better, that I was close, that I was almost there, that I'm an adult and then I can almost leave this horrible place. And all of this is happening. And it sort of felt like, why, why is this happening to me? What did I do wrong? Is this a bad sign? Does that mean that things aren't going to get better? Is that is this a sign that things are getting worse? And I remember the, the doorbell rang as I was having this crisis. And it was one of my friends who was able to get there and was able to find a way around some of the flooding. And throughout like the next couple hours, about 15 people showed up. And we were stuck inside the house. My dad made it home with the Panda Express. And... The, the power was back on. We were watching some movies and I had this silly little like movie program. I can't even <clears throat> remember what it was called, but it was a, this video game where my cat wants to come up. <clears throat> there was this video game where you could literally make movies. So you set up a studio lot and then you put set pieces down. You could sort of decorate them. It was almost like The Sims but you were literally filming movies. And so they had like pre-built scenes that you could queue up and the actors would go and film those scenes. And I had recorded this whole silly little movie that I called The House. And it was this horror mystery movie where it, people were dying a la, and then there were none, sort of Agatha Christie-esque. And I put a lot of work into it and I thought, well, we can't really do much. The pool is flooded. It's not warm anymore. We have food, but, you know, we can only do so much right now. 
and let's look. Do y'all want to do something silly with me? I have this movie that I made. It's completely silent, but if you want to voice act it, we can. And so everyone was like, why not? Let's do it. And I remember thinking like, okay, I'm not going to let this get me down. (sighs) The fact that this party didn't go the way that I wanted it to. The fact that everything went wrong. I'm going to try to make the best of it. And we're going to just have a good time. And I'm I'm going to, this is not the end. I'm not going to let a speed bump in the road of my path to freedom get me down and get me depressed again so that I'm in a bad, dark place and I won't make it to the next spot when I actually get out of here. I want to make it to that spot. I'm going to make it to that spot. So I need something to project me there. And so we sat down and we, I had a script. I had a whole script that I wrote out because I was like, maybe someday I'll voice act this on my own. But all my friends sat down and voice acted this whole movie with me. And it was amazing. It was so fun. And we just were laughing the whole time over how silly the animations were. And I had made (laughs) some of these girls have the biggest the biggest breasts (laughs) because I think I was trying to convince my parents I was straight so I was like if my parents see that there's big boobs on the screen they'll think that I'm straight (laughs) and so we were just like cackling over how silly the animations were and and the voice acting and everyone was having such a good time and (laughs) I I remember thinking this is so fun And I'm so glad that plans got ruined, but that I adjusted and I flexed to what the situation required, which was to try and make the best of it. And we ate the food and we made our, we did our lines and we watched Clue. And it was, it was great. It was such a fantastic day because these, 15 or so people, I think it was maybe even less than 15, these 15 people showed up to my birthday party in the middle of a freak, chaotic rainstorm and were there for me. And the funny thing is we ended up eating Panda Express for about four days, (laughs) four days consecutively after this birthday. We had so much catering. (laughs) My dad got two big giant containers of um, chow mein, a huge container of the orange chicken and like two of like, I don't even remember what vegetable thing they were, but just so (laughs) much food. We had Panda Express coming out of our nose for four days and to this day, Panda Express is one of the only foods that I can't warm up anymore because I had it so much that I'm like, oh, it just takes me back to having to eat four-day-old Panda Express. But this day turned out so perfect, and it lives so perfectly in my mind because as we talked about with people that are in your life that are there for you and you need them to be, these people showed up for me even when they didn't have to, even when it was a sort of risky time to drive and they wanted to be there to celebrate me and with me. And that stood out to me and that all these people did this silly movie with me that they absolutely didn't have to do. They spent their time with me and showed me love. And 
I didn't let it get me down. At first I did. And I chose to change my thought about it. And I chose to flex. And sometimes when we're in really dark situations, when we're in the middle of a storm, it's so hard to see the other side. It's so hard to see that good things are still coming. And I think sometimes when we want something good to happen to us, when we want a positive change to happen in our lives, when we want something new, the old life that we have has to sort of get destroyed in that process. And we have to let go of that. And that's sort of what the storm was, was realizing who was in my corner, destroying all of those old things, letting this storm pass and wash away everything so that a new life could be sort of forged. And I think that happens even still. It happens all the time. When you want something new, what you have now has to be destroyed. It has to be cleared out because you can't want something different and hold on to what you have currently. You have to choose one. And sometimes these storms in our lives show us what we're going towards. And I mentioned before about friendships that have really taken left turns over the last couple of months and I've been really putting out into the universe. I want this in my life. I want these types of relationships in my life. I want this to come. All of these old things have to get scooted out of the way. All of these old things have to pass. And that hurts. That's turbulent. That is chaotic. And I think the reason why this birthday is so prevalent in my mind is because it showed me so many different things that I didn't realize till I was much older. I didn't really process these things and what the universe was trying to tell me that I was off to good things and I couldn't let a storm get me down. I couldn't let some rain and destruction make me stop progressing because sometimes that's the easy thing to do. Sometimes the easy thing is to say our shelter got destroyed in this storm and so we're just going to sit in it and we're just going to mope and be upset and not do anything about it. And I think that's a valid processing, but it is harmful to us when we allow our circumstances or the things around us, the way that the universe is trying to forge us. It's harmful to us if we just let that happen. We owe it to ourselves to remember our worth and remember our value and pursue those things we want. Pursue those positive things, those good things that are coming and not let anything get in the way of that. And so in a roundabout way, we sort of did end up having our our weekly positive affirmation, uh, different way of looking at the world type of thing we've been doing. And uh, thank you for listening. I think I'm going to go ahead and, and pause here. This is a good stopping point. But thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a fantastic Thursday. And I will speak to you next week. Goodbye, everyone.